Typical Artists and Lillian Holman present Greenhouse. Letter 16. It will suck, but I will do it. Dear Abby, don't you dare make me come down there again. I have your mom's number and I can get her to pick me up and take me to you and it will suck, but I will do it. Honestly, this is why you need to watch more TV. When you're stuck in bed with nothing to do and it's hard to read, your brain is going to go to some awful places and that is when you need Drag Race or Top Model or Golden Girls or something that is not your own lying anxiety. Since you refuse to do that though, allow me to step in. You are not a charity case, come on. You have to have more faith in my dad than that. He loved me more than to set me up with some random chick he felt bad for. I stand by everything I said before. You spread goodness in the world and that is what he wanted for me. Don't you dare let Mitch take that away from me. I know you keep apologizing for trusting him and I know I yelled at you for that before, but honestly, I've been reflecting and in the end, I realized that I don't want you to be suspicious of behavior like his. He is a terrible person, but a very good con man. And just because he faked the decency we should use when interacting with each other doesn't mean you shouldn't expect that from other people. You deserve to be loved and respected and looked up to, and at least Jason was pretending to do that. I don't know if your mom told you, but his stupid article got posted last night and it is predictable. I'm the spoiled eccentric daddy's girl. You're the pathetic cat lady without the cat. My dad was charismatic, but irresponsible and unprofessional. All that sort of nonsense. My brother's figuring out a way to sue the hell out of him. But the good news is that for once, the Twitter mob actually seems to be on our side. They picked up on the undercurrent of racism and sexism and are calling him out on it. I also even have some mental health advocates on my side who unearthed that awful video of me, but used it to explain that my anxiety is legit. I mean, you can imagine how thrilled I am that that particular clip is getting a new audience, but at least Mitch's narrative isn't winning. <laughs> I wish more people knew you so that your side of the story could be thoroughly debunked. I thought about just doing it myself, but I've never written about anything that is not a TV show or movie before, and I haven't even done that lately, so I'm still a bit reticent to come out of hiding just because I'm simply not sure I could do you justice. Also, when the narrative is either ignorant people calling me crazy or nice people finding legitimate explanations for my mental illness, I'm not sure if my word is going to be trusted right now. Maybe I could get one of my writer connections to interview you. Also, I don't want even more attention to come your way, especially while you're healing. So just let me know what would make you happy. I know it doesn't matter what the few assholes who read this piece on Twitter think, but I'm ready to fight them all the same. I would normally say that it's corny to miss somebody after two days, but honestly, I miss you too. I think the only reason I was able to be funny around you was because I actually did feel safer with you there. I mean, you weren't a magic bullet or anything. I still wanted to throw up half the time, but when I listened to your stories, it almost felt like being at home and reading your letters. Without getting too Freudian, you actually reminded me of my mom.
She was very good, very good at saying just the right thing to make the world seem just that brighter. She also helped me to focus on what is important even when I get distracted by everything that's awful. My brother is a lot like her too, so I think that's why you two get along so well. It was nice to get a solid dose of the both of you, even under the circumstances. Speaking of which, you better be taking care of yourself and listening to those doctors so you can come home soon. I don't like thinking of you with all that beeping and no color. It's just very unabby. Also, Ryan left and the baby is due any day now and he'll be distracted. So I'll need more stories from you. Did I tell you we struck up a deal about this whole visiting the baby thing? Ryan's going to FaceTime me as soon as he can after the birth so I can be one of the first to see the baby. But he also made me promise that I go see a therapist and make it one of my goals to try and visit LA for the baby's first birthday. Who knows what the professional will say, but now I feel a bit more willing to try. I just want to be there for the people I love without being a whole production. Write to me as soon as you can. And it better be more than one sentence. Love, Rose. P.S. Since I did yell at you to watch TV, I think you should also know that I decided to read a book in your honor. So, I started reading Beloved by Toni Morrison. It just felt right. Greenhouse is a production of Atypical Artists. It was written, directed, and edited by Lillian Holman. Alex Marshall-Brown is the voice of Rose Green. The show art was designed by Emily Chen. Greenhouse is produced by Lauren Chippen, Brigham Snow, and Lillian Holman.